a restaurant unstoppable episode 205 are you ready for it factors success stories failures and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge then join eric cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable Are you sick of all the busy work in your restaurant? Do you wish there was a simpler way to manage all the busy, just time-sucking tasks that you do every day? Well, there is a way, and it's called QSR Online. Head over to go.qsronline.com slash unstoppable to learn more. Again, that's go.qsronline.com slash unstoppable. Yo, what's going on, all you unstoppable restaurant professionals? It's your host, Eric Cacciatore, and this is the podcast for personal growth in the restaurant industry. It's Thursday, and that means I have an authority here for you today, a good episode all about how you need to build your personal brand today. It's not enough to just get a job today being an executive chef or a general manager if you want to open your own place if you want to get investors you need to like build that online resume you need to get that track record that social proof if you can get that that brand developed when it comes time to approach investors you're just going to be so much more i don't know authoritative and you're going to have that presence about you and you're going to have that that track record um, it's almost like a, a, a new age resume, I guess. You can look at it that way. But anyway, we have a great authority on the show today, Chef Chris Hill, who has partnered up with Donald Burns to teach chefs today how to build their online presence and to really develop that personal brand so they can get put out there more, so they can increase their, their reach and their impact online. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, how to build that personal brand and why it's so important. All right, so I'm going to shut up now so we can let the professionals do the speaking. (laughs) All right, enjoy today's show. Here it is. With excitement, allow me to welcome back on the show, Chef Chris Hill. Chef, tell me you're feeling unstoppable today. Eric, man, I'm feeling more unstoppable than ever, man. <laughs> awesome. You've been on the show before, but in case uh, the listeners at home didn't get a chance to catch that episode, let me just give them a quick overview of who you are and what you're all about. So, inspired chef, restaurateur, author, entrepreneur, 2x TEDx speaker, and founder of Chef Branding Academy, Chef Chris Hill is the regularly featured guest on TV shows in various markets throughout the Southeast. He and his writing and his work have been featured in various publications. Additionally, he travels the East Coast speaking to various colleges and universities regarding culinary media, branding, social media, and the realm of food writing. He is also the CEO CEO and personality behind Bachelor Kitchen, a food and lifestyle brand focused on recipes, videos, tips, writing, and encouraging people to fall in love with cooking. So this is just a huge aerial view of what you've accomplished, Chef. And like I mentioned before, we've had you on the show as the the typical uh, flow where we get your it factors, your story, your advice, and you were on you were an amazing guest. But today we're gonna really you know, dial down and focus in 
on your expertise, which is just developing that personal brand. And I can't wait to tap into your mind and to find out, you know, what the, what we can do in our lives to get that platform started. But before we do that, we've got to take a quick minute to get that motivational, inspirational ball rolling with a success quote or mantra. And I know it's going to be a good one because the last time I had you on the show, you said when you were a little kid, you wanted to be a quote unquote quote writer. So what do you have for us today? Oh, man. Well, so. I think these days it would be something along the lines of, you know, I'm, I went to University of Alabama, huge football, and we just won the national championship games, the Roll Tide. Our coach Nick Saban has a quote that I love that really kind of is a manifest, is really what I'm all about, and it's, there is no continuum for success. Focus on the progress, not the results. Focus on the progress, not the results. And what what does that say to you? Why is that such an important mantra or quote to have resonate with you? Well, yeah, a lot of a lot of us are always looking for success and think that it happens when we open this restaurant or we get this new job or we buy the house. You know, there's so many different ways that we define success in ways that are attached to tangible things that we can look at as concrete. Mm-hmm. And but I think more that we can realize, okay, success isn't on a continuum, but rather if I show up every day and try and be better and see where I was yesterday and how can I improve myself, as long as I'm doing that, then the rest will kind of take care of itself. Mm. And and like, like Coach Saban with the football team, they don't talk about winning national championship games. They don't even talk about really winning games. But what can I do today in practice or what can I do this play in this, in this game that will help my team to be more successful isn't actually winning the game down the road. So if I actually address the, the situation where I am really right now, the end results kind of take care of themselves. I've been able to create this brand for myself, and I've been you know, a restaurant owner and, and had some amazing opportunities, but it's been a long road. And people think it all happens overnight or that you have this one kind of career-defining moment where, in reality, you know, I've had some articles go viral, but it was probably five years into writing before I had anything that was read more than a couple hundred times. Yeah. And, and you know, you work, you work the line for however long, and then you finally get that chance to be the executive chef, and then you have a chance to maybe open your own place. And it, it all kind of unfolds over the course of time. And as long as you kind of just show up and say, hey, I'm in this for the long run, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint, then... I think it all at the end takes care of itself. Yeah, you know, I think it's been like a, over the past couple of weeks, almost like a mantra that's been forming about patience and time and just keep showing up and don't get discouraged when you're not, you know, you have those huge, massive goals that are just great goals to have. Um, but don't get caught up in meeting those goals right away. Take a moment to stop and look behind you and look at the progress you have made. Like, how far have you come in the past year? Where were you a year ago versus where you are now? And just think about all the things you have accomplished and give yourself a pat on the back because it's, you know, it can be discouraging. It's not going to happen overnight, like you say. And it, it takes just that continual, you know, that, that continued focus and, and forward progress, dude. And I love the way this interview is getting started. That's a great way to, to kick it off. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the topic for today, which is branding. And Chef, I've had almost or over you know 200 episodes, about 200 guests on the show, uh, just talking about success and failure and uh, all these different topics. But one of the topics that comes up almost just or very often is just the advice on raising that initial capital and getting started. And the the answer to that so often is just build a reputation for yourself. Um, if you want people to invest in you, you need to have a reputation. 
something, some kind of track record, some kind of social proof, uh, something that shows what you've accomplished and who you are. And I think that's what you're going to provide for us, that value to help us develop that brand for ourselves, whether we're a chef and whether we're, you know, uh, somebody who wants to be an owner, you need that reputation. So, um, what do you have to say from what I just said? I, I agree 100%. I mean, so much of it is, is again, is laying it out there so that people can kind of see who you are. And, and so many of us, you know, want that next job or that, again, an open a restaurant or start a food truck or a catering company. And I think the question we need to ask ourselves is, have I taken enough baby steps so that now I can actually take the full steps and make the walk or the run that I need to? So many people want to jump those steps, but there's a lot of in-between, which is what we're going to be talking about today, a lot of a lot of creating that relevancy, creating that, that brand yourself that you know, people want to be attracted to, like a, a lot of of uh, investors and venture capitalists talk about investing in the, in the jockey, not the horse. Mm. You know, like there's a, a million restaurant concepts out there and maybe yours is great. Maybe it's not, or maybe you're trying to you know, create a, a brand like, uh, you know, uh, some sort of package good or, or there could be any number of things, but there's a, a ton of different ideas out there, but c- can you execute the idea and can you get somebody to, trust you to execute the idea and and when you can do that then people are a lot more willing to back you or at least support you and and kind of take that journey with you yeah and i love how you just said you know create trust i think that's just a massive part of it is developing that rapport that trust with whether it be your guest or the people who are going to be investing with you and down the long run but i think at the core of this all is just developing trust through your brand so let's talk a little bit about your story you said it, it took five years of you just writing to even get anybody to actually start reading your stuff. But now, in this, like, it seems like in the past year, dude, you've exploded. You have 35,000 Facebook likes, and I don't know what you had. I mean, you were on the show. You are episode 122. Um, so this is almost a year ago you were on the show. I don't think you were there yet. And, and it sounds like it's like you hit your tipping point, dude. Like, you just worked so hard. You stayed at it so long. It didn't happen overnight, but it seems like, you know, Things are just going great for you. So why don't you just take us on that story of where you were, how you got to where you are today, and the things you did, the things that we can do to have that similar success, to develop our brand, and to increase our odds of success. Sure. So um, you, you know my story, and, and some people listening might, but I kind of come from a traditional background. I went to college, then went to grad school, got a master's in marketing, went to consulting, realized how much I hated my job, hated everything about it. I didn't feel like I was a part of a team or I didn't feel empowered. And after about a year and a half, I said enough's enough. And I, I quit. And at, at, this, at the same time, I, I had worked in restaurants all through college and grad school. I actually had a catering company at the time. But my cousin owned some restaurants up in Virginia. Said, you know, I go work for him for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Learn the kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. And then I can come back down to Atlanta and open up a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, those restaurant plans fell through and... and Long story short, I ended up staying there, and we opened up the restaurant. And about the same time, I, I created this brand, Bachelor Kitchen, which really was, for me, the first kind of move towards creating the, the personal brand for myself. I was in a mid-sized market of Norfolk, Virginia Beach, that whole area, Williamsburg. I was in a decent-sized market, but I was a nobody knew who I was as a chef because I had 
just moved there. I hadn't really been in the game too long. So I wanted to kind of create some relevancy around myself. So I started doing a lot of writing, doing a lot of recipes, um, doing TV all over the state of Virginia, plus you know, Charleston, Jacksonville, and other places. Started creating this following. But this was you know about five years ago. And mm-hmm. prior to that, I had started a blog, which is actually, I said five, I think I said five years ago, I started, it was probably about seven. Wow. And, and so it's all kind of, so like this place now where I you know, moved back to Atlanta with restaurant plans on the horizon and have had the opportunity to really connect with a lot of people through TEDx talks and through impact podcast interviews like this, but also through my recipes and, and through helping people in their journey. So yeah, my, I think when we talked last time about, yeah, it was about a year ago, I guess it was. Yeah, it was in March of I, 2015. That's right. Yeah. Cause I was about to go to South by Southwest to do Gary V's event. That's right. Um, I, uh, I think I had around maybe 6,000 Facebook followers. And then just, yeah, like like you said, it's kind of taken off. And I, I think I've seen a combination of providing value for people and also just being somebody that understands what people are going through and kind of being there and, and bringing people together. Yeah. And one key thing, just from listening to you talk, part of the story up to this point was that you had a platform. Um, whenever we're trying to develop a brand for ourselves, you need something that belongs to you, something that's your own. And that blog that you had was your platform to stand on, to tell your story, to share your recipes, to to share whenever you're doing these interviews. I mean, I think that's one key thing that we all need if we're trying to, to develop that personal brand. We can't stand on the platform of our restaurant because that might not always be there. And all that hard work you put into building that, that platform for the restaurant, when you decide to move on or if things don't work out, there's new owners, then you lose all of that. That's not yours anymore. So how important was it, do you think, that you had your own platform, this blog to stand on? It was, it was really important. It instantly gave me credibility. And at the same time now, you know, Batman, I, I paid an, a ton of money for this website, which I cringe thinking about now. But <laughs> Did you mind me asking how much you spent back then? Um, my first website, I so I had my mom passed away when I was fourteen, and, and she left us all some money, all of her kids some money to put on a, a mortgage for a house, or uh, or down payment on a house, or you know, for a car, or buy our fiance a, a ring, or something like that. And I told my dad, I said, "I'm pretty sure I want to do this to uh, get this going for me," and so mm-hmm. I. What year was this, money, this was 2009, maybe 2000. Yeah, 2009, I guess it was. 2010. Seven years ago. 2010. Okay. And um, I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure I want to do this. My, my dad said, any business that's successful has to take a risk at some point. Mm-hmm. And that's why I knew he was kind of behind me. And, and he knew how confident I was in my ability to make it work. Price-wise, it was around, I think it was $700. Wow. Expensive. Yeah, when you're starting off and you don't have a lot underneath you, that's a big investment. And I mean, but the cool thing is that today uh, we've come so far with technology and being able to start a blog is you can start a blog for pennies, dude, maybe a couple hundred dollars max. Uh, so, I mean, it's so much easier oh, yeah. to, I mean, to get that platform underneath you than it was, say, even 10 years ago. There's, and there's so many beautiful website designs. That are, like my website right now is on Weebly.com. And you know, for ten bucks a month, you can have like the upgraded program. They have a free program. They have an upgrade where like they don't have any of their Weebly logos, but for free, you can get something started mm-hmm. and start. And even if like like I don't really share a whole lot of recipes. I have my ebook on the re- on the website, and I have my bio, and I have some photos and my videos, and 
I'll post my blogs on there, but having at least something where that's yours outside of social media. Because um, I do a lot of my writing on medium.com and, and other places as well, but it really, it's almost like an online resume for you. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff, man. So let's talk a little bit about, so you got to this point where you were, let me ask, was it intentional when you started to, to build this, this platform of uh, the bachelor kitchen? I mean, what were you thinking? Like, where was it going to go? Like, what was your mission at that point? Has it changed at all to where you are today? Yeah. So it's a good question and it's, it's changed big time. So when I first started out, it was to kind of create a brand for myself. You know, I saw this opportunity of obviously a lot of guys out there, like almost half the people in the whole world and cooking this is six years ago, whatever cooking is starting to get pretty, you know, like hot, like women love men that can cook, all that kind of stuff. So I said, all right, so this sounds like a cool opportunity. Yeah. And yeah, I created it was a beautiful website, and if I did it over again, I, I would I, did, I definitely wouldn't have put the money into that. But that's for another conversation. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it was definitely intentional. But then it, it changed a lot since then. So my original idea was to connect with these people that wanted to learn how to cook and and provide you know, fairly easy recipes and, and videos and things like that. And then I started realizing a lot more of what I'm about is helping people along their way in like a full sense and i saw so much opportunity with you know when i read that dear chef's article i got probably a thousand emails over the course of the first two months people saying thank you so much for saying like all these things about our industry and being a chef it's so true and somebody needed to say it and like it's helped save like you know, my career my life my marriage all these amazing emails i got so i said you know there's also an opportunity here to to connect with people. And so I started taking that angle and then I started doing a lot more writing using that angle. And, and as a result, that's kind of when I started picking up steam really probably about when we had that conversation last year. And since then it's just kind of, you know, started that, that snowball, so to speak. So we talked in uh, March of 2015. When did you write that medium uh, dear chef article? That was in late October. So 2014, October. So you went from 2009 to 2014 with that mission to build this platform of the bachelor kitchen. And you kind of had a different mission there. The reason why I'm pointing this out is because, you know, your mission will change. Your purpose will change. Uh, but it's so, so important to take a lesson from what you did, Chris, just to start, to have something to start and to, you're going to get more clarity as you go. And as you learn more about yourself and what resonates with people and what doesn't resonate with people, you wrote this one piece called Dear Chef. And what do you think it was about that one piece that made people all of a sudden uh, connect with you? Well, I think it, it, you know, at the time I was – I wasn't in a dark place, but I was in a, in a frustrating place. My uh, my girlfriend, who I'm still with, she uh, she was frustrated with you know, my life. I was you know, busy. I was working all the time. I was stressed out. And – I, I was I was happy, but it was it was taking a toll on our on our relationship, and she couldn't understand you know why, like you had this master's degree, you could easily do that, or she didn't understand like the enjoyment I got out of a busy dinner rush and working with a group of guys and girls to you know, grind it out, and then you get to the end of the day and like oh, a big cold beer sounds good, but it's all like I think I encompass pretty well what it means to work in a restaurant and to work in a kitchen along the way in not only the, the working part, but also in the relationships part, you know, with people not really understanding your journey, really what we're signing up for. So I think I just hit a lot of, obviously a lot of um, 
tender points for a lot of people that really uh, it was amazing the first day it went viral the first but yeah the first week it got be 150 200 views tops and then from there when it first went viral about a week and a half later it got 3,000 and 5,000 the when it really hit the tipping point it got up to 90,000 views a day wow and it was just spreading like wildfire because I think people found something that they could really connect with and could relate to and saw that somebody else out there felt what they felt. Yeah, and then it's all these people in the community that feel the same way. Chef, uh, I wrote down before I asked, like, what was it that changed? What made you go in this new direction? And I wrote down in big words, relatable. And I was hoping you would go there. And I mean, that's what it was for you. You found a tender point. You found a pain point that people could relate to. And you you just resonated with so many people who show up to this. I mean, there's a special type of person that you need to be to to be successful in this industry, to to love it for the reasons that aren't monetary. Um, It's that love that will suck you in, that will, you know, that, that passion that you need. And if you have that passion and that love and you show up every day like you did, and you really are smart about building your platform, building your brand, with time, success can come, and it can be more than just a job. I mean, what do you have to say about that? I, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, again, you know, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It's so important to stress because so many people think, they, I went to culinary school, and I, everything is going to you know, work out nice and, and, and simple and clean for me. But it is messy, and, and that's you know, kind of what you know, life is. And it's just really looking to adapt and learning to trust yourself and have confidence in the fact that you are able to do the things that you think you're good at. Like mm-hmm. Having self-awareness enough to say, you know, I'm a good cook. I'm not good at this, but I'm good at that. And and I think it's important, too, to when you are building that platform for yourself, have important to have another angle that you can take uh, and connect with people. So you're not just one kind of very one-dimensional person that, that cooks, but you're also somebody that maybe you're a dog lover and maybe uh, like you, I know, went to flight school, I think you said, so maybe you're the, the chef that also flies airplanes and, and or the, like you are real into gardening and you, you harvest your own vegetables and fruits and whatever, like other ways that people can connect and see that you're actually a, a real person too, that you have like a family or friends and, and people that you care about and the more you can really honestly portray who you are and and give people a chance to connect with you, the, the better opportunity you are going to have to have people in your court. Mm-hmm. So, Chef, let me ask you, when you started, it sounds like initially um, you wanted to uh, appeal to that like that sex appeal, to like be, oh, like sexy in the kitchen, blah, 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 like you said earlier. But now it seems like you've pivoted a ton. So if I could ask you what your purpose is now, what your mission is now, what your why is now, what would you say it's changed to? It's really to, to change the conversation around the restaurant industry. There's so much of a a bad name it's gotten a bad rap you know everybody talks about the sex drugs and and mm-hmm. drinking and the low wages and and yeah that's i'm not gonna say that stuff doesn't exist but maybe there's a, a different way we can go with this maybe mm-hmm. maybe we can empower the people around us and maybe we can make our lives better by being intentional about it so i really now get so much enjoyment out of helping people about you know, I, I try to respond to every single email and Facebook message I get. And 99 to 1 is positive and saying thank you so much like for being there for me. I'm just starting on my journey. And, and however I can be a positive influence for people and maybe a, a somewhat of a guiding light 
I'm here to really try to do. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So just to summarize the key takeaways up to this point, when you're creating your brand, the first thing, one of the things you need is that platform to stand on. Don't be so worried about what your mission is, who you are, what your why is. Just start and start doing what resonates with you. Start writing about who you are and what makes you tick. And over time, you'll find what really drives you, what, what, what's at your core. But you really can't find that until you start. Um, and now look at what you're doing. Look how far you've come and look how focused and driven you are and just helping people with showing people like to relate to the trueness of this industry. And that's what your brand is. And I'm not saying that you're all going to start off. You should all try to get to the point where you have 35 Facebook likes or whatever, or 35, did I say a thousand or a hundred, (laughs) 35,000 Facebook likes, but you got to get started in some direction. So now I kind of want to start talking about chef, if you don't mind, um, some of the things, some of the tools we need to use, uh, some of the, the ways. Now, we talked about why it's so important, but now tell me about the how. Tell me about the things you did in the past year to really uh, get your brand out there and to stand out and things we can do to stand out. And we're going to talk about that, but real quick, we have to take a moment to thank today's sponsor. We all know the challenges of running a restaurant. Is the staff productive? Are the menu prices set to the right profitability? Am I getting the best prices from my suppliers? Do the customers continue to have the experience you envisioned? You probably have a handful of service providers, software, and people all trying to pull together your systems for managing your restaurant. From the managers doing labor scheduling and taking inventory to your bookkeeper entering invoices and sales numbers from the POS, your employees, providers, and you are tasked with several costly endeavors, both in time and money. Have you ever stopped to consider just how much all these activities are costing you? Well, I would like to tell you about a service that automates all these tasks and does much, much more. QSRonline.com. QSR Online was started by people in the restaurant industry who saw how much wasted effort there was in their business and set out to build a better system, and they've been helping restaurateurs for over a decade minimize and control their costs. To learn more, head over to go.qsronline.com slash unstoppable. That is go.qsronline.com slash unstoppable. All right, Chef, now talk to us about the things we can do in our life to start getting our brand out there. Well, I think one important thing to do is, you know, I can't remember, I think Jim Rohn said, you're the average of the five people that you associate with most. And I think it's important to, not only in day-to-day life, but through, you know, now we're so connected in so many ways, whether it's you know, here on a phone call or um, through listening to podcasts like yours or even with, you know, social media, like LinkedIn or, or Facebook and Twitter and all these Instagram, surround yourself with the people that you admire and respect. And like, you could see, okay, I like to be at that place in, you know, five or 10 years and start, you know, tracing those steps. T- Tony Robbins says, you know, success leaves clues. Well, what are the clues that other people are leaving behind? And, and then using those and, and connecting with those people through maybe you want to, be a better chef and you want to work for a certain chef out there and you're like, well, how do I, how, how can I work with that guy? Well, you can send your resume in and, you know, hope that it somehow makes it through to him out of the 200 he gets every day. Or you can you start following him on Twitter and Instagram and, and not trying to take anything fr- from it, but try and, you know, let him know that you know how to cook and, and along the way, like put in those I guess you do, so to speak, with a relationship and, and build a relationship. And then 
once you have kind of for a while, you can email or, or let them know, hey, I'd like to work for you and and use. So there's amazing ways you can use social networking now to connect with people. And you know, I have some great friends out there. Um, I look at somebody like Art Smith, my buddy, who he grew up on a farm in, in, in Florida, and then he was he went to FSU, then was the the chef for the governor in Florida, and then you know, he was Oprah's chef for 10 years, and then now he's all over the place. He's got restaurants all over the country and you know, top chef masters, and it's all about, for him, it's been about being able to leverage those relationships he's created. So I think it's really important to connect with people that you are like-minded with, that you respect and appreciate, and try to really use them as mentors in the best way you know how. Yeah. What was the name of that gentleman who um, you were just mentioning? Uh, Art Smith. Art Smith, right. So I think Chef Art Smith is a, a beautiful example of what it would have taken, say, 20 years ago uh, through surrounding yourself physically with these people. But we live in a world today. You have to remember that it's so easy to surround yourself and be influenced by greatness. Um, like you mentioned with technology, whether it's their social media, just following their social media and having that influence with their social media or listening to a podcast of, as an, you know, from an inspiring person. Yeah, there aren't many, uh, you know, restaurant tours out there who are uh, podcasting about success, but there are some great podcasts out there with people who will get you into that right mind frame. I mean, can you share some of uh, the podcasts you listen to that got you into that mind frame? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I've gotten to be friends with, I'm not sure if you know who Lewis Howes is, but the school of greatness, Mm -hmm. you know, I was, um, I know you had Mike Ganino on not too long ago. He and I helped Lewis launch the book, uh, couple months ago um he's definitely one of them there's uh entrepreneur on fire there's there's a bunch of of really good i think we, i like the entrepreneur type podcast me too I, I think we all need to kind of take that mentality now mm-hmm. uh, we're all the uh, we're all media companies we're all really having to create our own future now you know you don't maybe some of us do but you don't really get hired by you know a bank or a a, a big factory and work for the next 60 years and then you're you call it a career you bounce around and you have different chapters of your career so you really have to be continually evaluating and creating yourself and who you are and and through taking an entrepreneur type attitude um and and you know trying things and learning things and creating things that's how we really become valuable in the future. Yeah, and just to add on to that, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of restaurant podcasts out there where you're being influenced by restaurant people. But the other thing that's out there today, and I always talk about it, and it's not because I've partnered with Audible. It's because the power of audiobooks can literally change your life. Some of the most great restaurant books that have been written are in audio form. Danny Meyer is setting the table. Uh, the My Soul favorite, of the man. Chef. I love that book. Yeah, The Soul of a Chef, that all about Thomas Keller and all these different things. So many of these books, and they're all archived at Restaurant Unstoppable, recommended by our past guests. I mean, these are ways, these are examples of how you can surround yourself with these great people just by listening to their words or reading their words. And I know we don't have a lot of time in the restaurant industry. That's why audible books are so, or audio books are so powerful, because you can listen to these people, surround yourself with these people while you're at work. Um... I mean, I'm not just doing it because I'm affiliated. I'm doing it because I truly believe that these resources can change your lives. So we got to move on. I mean, do you want to add anything to and, this? And, 
before you move on, also, can't you um, you listen in two times speed or one and a half speed, can't you? Exactly. So a book that would take you, <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe uh, ten hours to read, you could listen to it in five hours. I mean, that's like two days of, like, between driving and doing prep work in the kitchen of just time yeah. now that you can just be – in, tremendously influenced by a, a, you know an amazing person. Um, now this is all stemmed off the advice you have. Things, the action we can take to surround yourself with greatness. What are the other things we can do to st- start developing our brand? Well, I think I think is being as generous as possible is 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 huge. It's been huge for me. Um, you know, whether it's uh, being generous to, to, against those people that you want to surround yourself with. Or maybe it's being um, being a part of events. Um, there's a lot of great opportunities in, in most markets to be a part of fundraisers that have you know number of shows that come in. And when I was first starting out, I was doing um, I did a um, the Heart Ball with um, for the American Heart Association, and it, it was up in D.C. at the Ritz Carlton. I had a chance to be a volunteer there and work for a they teamed me with Gabrielle Hamilton who. James Beard award winning chef and it was an amazing opportunity for me and <laughs> I just awesome. wrote her an email yesterday I hate to interrupt but I have to oh, wow, really? that's, that's pretty cool. I want to get her on uh, the show so bad <laughs> sorry awesome. to interrupt she, um, no she's a cool lady but you know, it all stemmed from the fact that I was willing to be generous and, and I wasn't I wasn't doing it because I, I was going to try and get anything out of it per se I was doing it because I could and mm-hmm. I think when you kind of go into something not really expecting anything in return, if you do get something in return, it feels pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think being uh, just generous your time, I think there's a lot of, I mean, obviously building your network through social media, if you're not using Facebook or Instagram or even maybe Twitter, um, I think you're making a huge mistake. Um, and just kind of trying to stay on the pulse with, with what's happening. I mean, I mean, even now, things like like Snapchat, you might think, oh, that's for the kids, but I can guarantee you, in five years from now, Snapchat will be like Facebook is for for everybody right now. So, I think using all the networks and almost all of them are free. So, aside from your time, like it's it's not much of an investment. So, really starting to create your platform through using those mediums. So and then, let's and then, before we ahead. move on. Um, so you're saying being generous of your time and building your network through these different platforms. Um, when you're being, let's talk, try to talk about how we can leverage, leverage our, you know, just our generosity. Um, it's great to do these things. And I'll be the first person to admit that like, I'll go volunteer or go do something. And I, I won't even think to get on social media and talk about it. Because I'm just not thinking about trying to – for me, I just love doing that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean – but but at the same time, those are the, the best opportunities to connect with people and to show people what you're doing and, and to bring the people you're working with into the conversation. Um, do you want to talk about why it's so important to kind of uh, really be on top of uh, leveraging these generosities and the things you're doing in your life on social media? Yes. I mean, you know, like – a lot of people think that, like, well, if I if I talk about it too much or like, I might kind of give off the wrong vibe. Like, wrong I'm using intention. it. Yeah, yeah. As long as you do it with the right intentions, as long as you're doing like the deed with the right intentions, and you're talking about it, you know, at the end of the day, who who cares? Like, like I about two years ago, I spent it was once a week for I think it was eight weeks, but I spent an afternoon um, learning teaching a bunch of elementary school kids how to cook 
and I loved you know every class. I would take a couple pictures of me with the kids making you know sushi or pizza or one, we made cupcakes one week and and but an amazing, amazing opportunity for people to be able to see what you're about and to see okay this is who Chris is or this is who Eric is. It helps people to see that more good in the world. I think. Oh well, yeah. They sh- they should be doing it as well and. And the more of that that we all do, like now I have a platform. I feel like I'm obligated to kind of share that stuff. Yeah. Like because yeah, because if if, if I don't, then I feel like I haven't. I'm missing an opportunity to make the world a better place if I can. And but think about when you do things like this. I I can only imagine how many of these kids' parents were like you know sharing, liking, like you know commenting. It must have blown up. It was incredible. It was incredible. And and um. It was me and all these kids, and we all have flour all over us, and, and it was it was fun, and it was I'm glad I, I I did it. But aside from that, it was yeah, it was it made an impact on them. Their parents were very appreciative. It was like you know a, a somewhat younger chef that got to come in and hang out with their kids for an afternoon, and and it was it was you know good across the board. And if anybody looks at me as posting that kind of stuff, like oh he's just trying to get. You know, more likes on his pictures, or, or get new followers, or show that show that he's a good guy. Like, okay, maybe it means I am a good guy, and <laughs> and who cares? Who cares? Like, if, if you get any backlash from from people for those kind of things, you know, it, it's their problem, not yours. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks for diving into that. And uh, sorry if I derailed your train of thought from before. Do you know where you wanted to head? Oh, uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah, I'm not even sure. Um, I, 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 I definitely. <laughs> No, I definitely think using, you know, again, like using um, the tools, like the all social media, using those tools and figure out, like, you'll have to be everywhere per se, but really figuring out, like, okay, what am I good at? What do I have time to focus on currently? And where is an opportunity for me to build an audience to, whether it's locally or across the world? Like, where should I invest my time? And that kind of depends on what you're good at, like, we, we should all be on Instagram because you have the opportunity to make food look beautiful on Instagram, and that's a great way to get people to – it's essentially like a portfolio for for you whenever or somebody comes over your page. Mm-hmm. So I think using those tools and figure out the best way to use them. Like if you can't invest a ton of time into all of them, find two or three or however many you feel like you have time for and give those a good focus – 60 days and see if it feels right and keep it going. And, and if it doesn't feel like it's working after you know, even longer, then maybe it's not the right platform for you, but getting yourself out there, you know, getting your, your message and your, and your, and your content, your, your, your dishes, your plates, your, your point of view. Um, it's just the, the, the more places you have that out there, the more places people can connect with you. There's, it's amazing how I'm able to cross utilize Facebook with Twitter, with Instagram and and leverage those against each other to bring them all to different places. Awesome. So uh, as far as tools, you said you're leveraging. You have Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. The you know the big ones as far as social media. What other tools are you using to to build your brand? And you also mentioned having your own platform, uh, whether it's a blog, WordPress, or Squarespace, whatever it was. What other tools are you using? Well, I, I think to kind of dive a little bit deeper back into Facebook. If you have a, a business page, like I know you do. Um, using the insight, you know, Facebook has some amazing technology, some amazing data, and, and like looking at the insights of how many people are not only following you, but how much they're interacting with you, how much they're sharing your content, and trying to 
gauge that and reverse engineer, you know, what do people like, and then how can I figure out what people will be more interested in? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've been really successful in doing that, which is how I've been able to kind of, you know, once I create momentum, I've been able to kind of keep it going because I was able to look back and say, okay, if this worked, this worked, this didn't work, and and keep moving forward with that. So I think, and then if you have any sort of budget, so to speak, if you have a you know restaurant or whatever, I definitely think it's it's a great idea to to do Facebook market, marketing, uh, Facebook advertising. You, you can, I mean, if you have a restaurant wherever you are, you, you can find people within a certain you know five mile radius who are interested in in Thai cuisine. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of restaurant you have, and and you know just have the ads go to them. So there's some amazing ways to connect with people that might not know you're out there anyway um, using Facebook advertising. Um, but then, you know, in addition to that, I, I use Medium for writing. I know that's not a platform that, that most of us in the in the food world would really be using a lot of, but um, it's a great opportunity for me. So, again, I think it's, it's looking at what are your strengths. Maybe you're not a good writer, but maybe, maybe uh, you have something else going for you. Um, or, you know, so... I mean, uh, I'll use myself as an example. I mean, I'm not a great writer. Um, I mean, I'm straight up dyslexic, man. It's not easy for me to write. I get my <laughs> thoughts out well, and I'm good at summarizing other people's thoughts, and I'm good at listening and connecting with people. And I love, I mean, I'm non threatening. That's one of the reasons why I started this podcast, is because I'm good at approaching people for a common goal to create a melting pot of mentors so people in this industry can have a resource to learn from to increase their odds of success. I mean, that's my mission. That's my brand. That's what I'm all about, but it's a different platform. I mean, is that kind of an example of what you're trying to, to say? That's very, yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's a, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so leveraging your strengths in a way that, um, that, uh, can make you a little bit more, you know, well-rounded and, and help you connect with people in other ways. Um, you know, just because you're a chef, like just I'm a chef doesn't mean I can't talk about Alabama football or, or, show pictures of like me hanging out with my niece because again that just makes me i think more re- relatable and a, w- a way for people to connect with and, and also i think when you're when you're you know sharing social media like especially if you're a, a, a you know chef but also maybe a restaurant owner and okay like people get tired of seeing okay we don't just want to see pictures of your specials or it's even worse when you see a picture of like the me- the special board and like, okay, this is our one social media update for today. Like, how can I look around, like, the community we have as a restaurant, whether it's my purveyors and the farms we use or it's my employees um, or there's maybe an interesting tidbit. Like, finding ways that you can create interesting ways that people can connect again with your with your restaurant or your brand. Like, if you had a picture of, of like, the beautiful farms of, of rural wherever um, on your – on your Facebook or Instagram feed versus just a picture of plates all the time. Yeah. I mean, just to summarize what you, what I'm hearing from you is don't make it about you, make it about everyone and anyone else. Um, and that's what will pull people in is when the conversation isn't revolving around you, but around the people who are impacted by the work you're doing in your community. Right. Like, I mean, how, and I think they've gotten away from it because especially when, um, they started charging for, for like viewership pretty much. But remember like, three years ago when you go on Facebook and especially in the restaurant industry, you'd have, I would have, you know, friends that were, were servers and bartenders come out to so-and-so restaurant, you know, you know, $5, you know, happy hour until nine o'clock. And it's like, God, it's like over and over again. It's like all you would see. And it's like, is that all you have to like, 
okay, like, we get you have specials, but like, I mean, I can get a special anywhere. So what's unique and different about what you have to offer that that would make me want to come in? Mm-hmm. No, for sure, man, for sure. Awesome stuff. So let's uh, we got to start wrapping up here. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the service you're providing. Uh, if you want to learn more about how to create that brand for yourself and you have the talent and you have the passion but you don't have that that brand you don't have your your personal identity or at least you don't have a way of communicating your personal brand and identity to the masses uh that's when you come in that's what you're working on right now with another great guy a huge guy that i'm a big fan of uh donald burns extremely successful consultant in this industry you guys you teamed up and you're working on Chef Branding Academy. Let's talk about that in the, the few minutes we have left and what people can expect. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah thanks, man. Well, um, yeah, so Chef, Chef Branding Academy, we um, we put our heads together, you know, earlier in the fall and, and thought we could provide some great value to people. Um, you know, him with just the restaurant knowledge as a whole, plus me kind of working the, the social media slash chef angle. Like, I think we have two good heads that when put together – can really provide some awesome content for people out there. So we have it's an online academy that it's 147, one payment, um, seven hours worth of video we've created, uh, four modules. The first module is all about, like, what is a brand, why do you need a brand. And it's, it's all focused on the restaurant and chef world. So why you need as a chef or a restaurant owner or a cook trying to get the next job, why do you need to create a brand for yourself? So let me, we, let me ask that. real quick, Chef, who is the yeah. avatar Tell me the perfect uh, person that this resource is for. If if he's out there, like, what is he? Who is he or she? What are they doing in their life right now? I, I, well, there's I think there's there's two that I'm kind of excited about. There's I got an email yesterday from a guy who's he either signed up or he's about to, but he sent me some photos of his food, beautiful photos, and I mean awesome photography, and he's having trouble getting his word and name out there. I assume his food's really good if his, his food looks that good. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's very polished. So, and, and that's what the story is a lot. Like now, like it, the, the best food doesn't necessarily win. Like how, how often have we been to a restaurant where we love this place and then we go the next day and it's closed. And it's like, well, why? Like this food's amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's so the best doesn't always win. The best, the person is best able to tell their story and create a brand for themselves it's still pretty good. They're going to do a lot better than somebody that's just good, but doesn't have any way to get themselves out there. So really focused on the, the chef that does great work, that knows how to cook, that trying to open up his next place, um, open up his own restaurant or a sous chef or somebody that's kind of in the middle of the game and they are on Instagram and they're looking and on Twitter maybe, and they're looking to, okay, I'm here now. I'm not going to have my own restaurant for five years. How can I start laying the bricks to start and the foundation to start moving forward with everything? And that's really kind of the value we're looking to create for people is, is okay, it's like, nothing's going to happen overnight, but if you don't start laying the framework and, and the foundation now, then, then you're just farther and farther behind the, uh, the ball. So this is the this avatar that you're explaining to us. This is the, uh, the, the service you created, the product you created is the Chef Branding Academy, and that's for that avatar, right, at $147 sounds like what you do for those people is give them the tools to get their image, to get their brand, to get uh, who they are 
out to the masses. And it includes, it looks like, I'm on the website now. It says five hours of videos, 300 pages of downloadable workbooks, and 100 plus uh, of written tips, tactics, and tools to build your solid chef brand. Is that where you're... Right. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Like, because, like, when I first started starting out, I went to a, um, I don't know if you know who Lisa Eckes is. She'd be another great person to have on the website or on the uh, podcast, but uh, she has a media training for, for chefs, and she has a lot of, um, she's a, in a lot of cookbook in that whole circle, but she has a lot of, you know, on-air TV stuff, a lot of um, building your brand as well, but in a kind of different sense. And I spent, you know, thousands of dollars to learn from her starting out. And so, you know, I learned from her ways, like, okay, you go to a TV segment and, Probably the first 15 segments I ever did, I didn't either. I didn't have enough of an ingredient, or I left something at the restaurant, or I didn't have a plan really going into it, so I didn't really get my key message across. So there's a lot of things that I've learned along the way that I'm excited to really bring to people, so they can maybe you know skip some of the pitfalls that I that I end up in. Awesome stuff, man. And I'm just scrolling through the website right now, and some of the titles I'm looking at, the different le- the lessons you're offering in this package, um, creating your own niche. Uh, knowing why people love brands, uh, how to develop a personal brand that will make you memorable. I mean, these are the kind of things you can expect to learn. Uh, I'm just kind of scrolling through looking at how to get noticed on social media today. So it's updated, fresh content that is pertainable to today's standards in social media. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. You know, I have the marketing background, but also a lot of what looks like success for me, again, it's been a five-year journey, but a lot of this stuff has happened in the last, you know, ex, you know, three, four, six months. Mm-hmm. So um, it's all tools and strategies and tactics that I've used personally. And that um, if, you, if people have any questions, they can uh, hit me up at Chris at chefbrandingacademy.com. I'll be happy to answer any questions. And part of it is cool too that, you know, if anybody has a question, you know, like I said, I respond to every single email. So if you're in a program or not, I'm happy to try and you know, add value you know, to your audience or to whoever it is out there. Awesome stuff. I mean, is there anything else you want to cover today in this interview? Anything that you had wish I asked you? Any topic that you wanted to touch upon but we didn't get around to before we wrap it up? I can't, I can't really think of anything. I just um, I appreciate you, Eric, and, and what you do. I mean, it's a, you have a, a great thing going, and you have a, a, a bunch of value that you're offering people. So I just uh, appreciate you for the effort you put in, and uh, it's always great to connect, man. Well, I'm all, thank you very much, first and foremost, but I'm only two or almost going on, yeah, two years right now recording. So I still have, according to your standard, your track, another three years <laughs> before anything happens okay. for me. But that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I want to learn, because I want to help other people. And I really do believe in the power of uh, attraction and just helping others and good things will come of it. So, uh, but thank and, you. And that's maybe, and that's maybe the biggest takeaway maybe from all of this is at the end of the day, like it's about like, giving back and, and hopefully leaving the world like or at least that bit of the world around you a little bit better than like it was and how for me I've been able to do that through building my brand and I think other people can too through creating you know better uh, work environment you know, where they can create bring in better customers and really help create a better community around them so I think you uh, I think you nailed it right there 
Thanks, dude. Awesome. Well, I appreciate those kind words, and um, it was a blast having you on the show to learn more about Chef Branding Academy, to learn more about uh, what we can do in our life today to take action, to start developing our own brand so we can stand out, so we can build that resume in today's world. Uh, Very actionable stuff in this interview. Uh, Great takeaways. Man, there is no questioning. You are unstoppable. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) No problem. Cheers. Well, I think we can uh, all agree that that was a great episode. Thank you so much, Chef Chris Hill, for coming on and teaching us about what we can do today in our lives to start building that brand, our personal brand, so we can just get that new age resume, I think is a good way to to think about it. Um, So, you know, who is this episode for? It's for that person who's passionate about this industry, who's working in this industry, and they have dreams to aspire to be something great, uh, but they need to build that that personal resume. Yeah, a lot of what success is in this industry is working for somebody, improving yourself in the kitchen or in the front of the house as a manager, um, and that's all great. But think about the, the impact you can have if you create that following online and you get so many more people. You can Your reach is endless online. And it's not enough today to really stand out just doing the hard work. And don't get me wrong, you can go that route. And you will be successful if you just show up every day in the kitchen and you work for somebody who's great, who sees something in you. Uh, good things will happen. But think about how much you can expedite the process if you can reach out to the masses and create that brand for yourself. Whatever it is that drives you, whatever you're passionate about, start, you know, think about the restaurant you want to create in the future. What's going to separate you? What's going to be unique about that restaurant? Start writing about or speaking or sharing information about those things that resonate with you and that are important to you and get involved with your community as yourself, as your brand, who you are. When the time comes when you're ready to open your own restaurant, you're going to have that huge network of people that will invest in you if you decide to do a Kickstarter or whatever crowdfunding or if you just want to reach out to people in your network uh, personally, start creating those relationships now and you do it by building a brand online. That's what Chef Chris Hill can help you with and Donald Burns. And please know, guys, um, I don't go out and I just I don't provide this platform, my, my platform, Restaurant Unstoppable, to anybody. Uh, I really trust these guys. Uh, they've both been on the show. They were both incredible guests and they, they know their stuff and I, I know that they have your best interests in mind and I wouldn't give them access to my audience if I didn't think that they could truly help you. So I hope you take the advice of Chef Chris Hill and Donald Burns um, listening to this episode. If you want to take it a step further, go check out ChefBrandingAcademy.com. And uh, I have to say I'm very grateful for these guys, too, because they want to support Restaurant Unstoppable. And they let me know that if you head over there and you do sign up and if this this service is something for you, just use uh, promotional code UNSTOPPABLE at checkout. And they're going to give me 20% of whatever you give them to help you uh, with your career. And I just want to thank these guys so much for supporting the show. And on top of their support for Restaurant Unstoppable, they're also going to knock 10% off for you. So, I mean, you can't beat it. They're supporting Restaurant Unstoppable. So grateful for that. Uh, And they're going to give you a saving of 10% off the the total as well. So, uh, great guys. Love what they're doing. Really believe in uh, them being able to help you. So, don't forget that promotional code, Unstoppable, at checkout. When this uh, offer expires, that 10% 10% for you 
expires on February 29th. So you got a limited amount of time, guys. Don't hesitate. Take action. Start now. Uh, don't forget to use those links. And also, we talked about books today. I forgot to mention the link. If you go to audibletrial.com slash unstoppable, if you want to start surrounding yourself with incredible people to influence you, to influence your brand, uh, use that link, audibletrial.com slash unstoppable. That be in the show notes too. This is episode 205. So it's restaurantunstoppable.com slash 205. You'll find links to everything Chef Chris Hill talked about today, including uh, Chef Branding Academy right there, how to connect with him. His email will be there. If you didn't get a chance to write it down, don't sweat it. Um, and yeah, great stuff. Really pumped to share this interview with you today. Uh, if you guys want to connect with me, like always, shoot me an email, eric at restaurantunstoppable.com. If you have any questions, if you need help with anything, if you want help connecting with the right people, if you have questions about the services that are mentioned on the show, I will do my best to help you. Or maybe you just want to tell me what you think this show needs as far as a topic matter, or maybe somebody you know who is an incredible mentor in your community who would be a great guest mentor on the show. I'm always looking for guests. Or if you just want to chat, tell me what, what you're struggling with. Maybe I can help you. Who knows? Shoot me an email, eric at restaurantunstoppable.com that's all I have today thanks again for joining me on this Authority Thursday it was a great one until next time peace out